All right, I thought we were going to play the whole live bullet. Uh, it's Brian Noonan in for Nick, 720 WGN, 312-981-7200. That's how you get a hold of us. That's how you get involved in the conversation. You wanted to, you wanted to stretch out the Seeger a little bit, Tom, let things breathe. We're going to do album cuts, deep cuts all night. Is that what it is? You wish. Or is that is that what our next guest uh, requested? Did Lenny Schmidt say to you, hey, man, I want you to play the entire Night Moves, uh, not just the song, but the album? Before he would come on, is that was that in Lenny's rider? Uh, Lenny, know, was that was in your rider? The... Yeah, I require Seeger anywhere I go. All right, that's what I figured. <laughs> so I'm glad to do, it. folks. Lenny Schmidt is here. You know him. You know him as a uh, hilarious comedian. He's a uh, Chicago local. You may remember him from uh, Joe Dirt, The Ugly Truth. He was he was on he was on everything. His career skyrocketing, and then COVID <laughs> hits, and uh, everything is done. Yeah, and then it was. Uh, now I'm an Uber driver, and now I can't even do that because there's riots everywhere. So what am I going to do? What I am I doing? I I don't know. You're well. You listen. You're doing all kinds of videos. You're uh, you're you're still creating stuff, right? Yeah, I'm doing. Uh, I got this show. I started doing a nightly show, uh, quarantine comedy every night at six uh, Pacific time. And I did it. I started doing it just to keep busy, and now uh, it, here's the thing. I do it. And I'm not good at any of the tech stuff. Like, I'm really bad at all of it. So every show is me screwing stuff up. And, uh, and, uh, and I just, and, but the thing is, the people that follow it, they like, they embrace it. They're like, they, they're surprised if I do a show without problems. Yeah, at some point, right? They, did, they just want you to, they just want to see Lenny screw up. Yeah, there was. A, I did a show uh, two weeks ago where I have, you know, I have a green screen. I got the whole thing set up here, where the whole thing just collapsed right in the middle of the show. Like everything just <laughs> fell, and literally it fell on my head, and it was everywhere. <laughs> like, and my jo- my buddy John John DeCross, who's another comic out here, he said, uh, "He goes, that was the best show I ever saw in my life." <laughs> oh, thanks. I guess I think I don't know. I guess. Yeah, because at some point you might think maybe you're not cut out for this, but obviously you are because it's entertaining. It might just be yeah. it might just be uh, you know bad for your health at some point when things keep dropping on your head. I, I just think people like to they they like to see me a screw it up and then b scream and yell at my computer. That's <laughs> it's like a Twitch show. It's like Twitch. <laughs> I just want to lose my mind and just start screaming. Here's here's how I try to cover it. I tell them. All of my tech is handled by uh, the AV, de- the kids from the AV department at Westview Middle School in Romeoville. Okay. Those are, the, those are the guys that handle my tech. So when things go wrong, I blame the, the AV department in Westview. It's always easier to blame those kids because they took, they took heat their entire high school and middle school career, so why not just blame yeah. them now? Yeah, I'm not going to take responsibility for that. No, I'll blame the kids. I don't Push blame Push it you. off on the kids. Yeah, were, were, you, were you tech savvy before the virus hit? Oh no, no! How no. shows bad? I was bad at everything. So you had never done, you had never attempted one of these shows, and you decided, "Hey, uh, I'm going to do one every night now." And why every night seems like a that's a big undertaking. You didn't want to start out three nights a week. Yeah, I think I may have uh, overreached a little, actually, <laughs> and yeah, you think I've gone too far. But I, but what? But then I just wrote it out. Now I'm like, okay, well I'm in, so let's let's go. We're 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 going. It's kind of like when you go. You ever go white walker rafting? Yes. Like, um, okay. Well, it's kind of like when you get the, you hit the rapid and you start going, and you're like, "Oh, I've made I've made a terrible mistake." And you go, right, "Let's just keep going. I got no choice. Let's just go. Just go." Yeah, you can't turn around once you're once you're halfway in. No, you gotta you dive in and you just think, cross your fingers and you just hope for the best. That's that's really 
that's pretty much it. And then everything since then, I've been upgrading little things here and there, like software, and I got a new microphone, and I had to get a new because uh, in normal nature, I also I travel, you know, stand up, so I travel. Yeah. Plus, I've, I've been on I've been on cruise ships mostly for the last seven years, so uh, all my tech is not updated because you you can't use that stuff on a cruise ship. So I had to update everything, and, you know, a new computer, new microphone, oh, new man. yeah. Every, I got I got a good camera, but. Uh, Besides that, you know, I just try to figure it out and get it up. But I'm telling you, people like they're only happy if it's if there's problems. It's like people are just happy when I screw things up. Well, that's right. If you look, even if you're watching, you know, any of the late night shows, now that everybody's at home, you're waiting. You're waiting for something to go wrong, a kid to walk through, or or the lights to go. Something it it makes you seem more human, Lenny. If if you were doing a big polished show, first of all, everybody who's followed you for all these years would go, "Something's wrong here. This isn't really Lenny." There's... Yeah, every yeah, my fan base knows I make errors on a daily basis, so they've they've pretty much accepted that. But you're right. When you watch these late night, every late night show now looks like a seventh grade video project. Every single one. <laughs> Yeah, see, you could probably get a job now executive producing some of these when you got green screens falling on your head and all this other stuff going on. Yeah, I'm thinking that's my hook is I'm the guy that just can't get it right. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm just I'm the guy that just screws it up constantly. You know. Now, how and, I... uh, and I... oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, you go ahead, please. <laughs> I had Jimmy Pardo on the show tonight, who we both know a very know good Jimmy friend, Pardo. also a very good comic. And Jimmy uh, is well in depth with uh, technology, oh, yeah. and I mean he's been the never not uh, never not funny is a fifteen sixteen years of gold, mm-hmm. and uh, so it's to me for me to to have a he's a good friend of mine, but to have a pro like him on my show every time I screwed something up or interrupted, I felt like I was bothering him. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, was like, I think I screwed up horribly. Now we got to take a quick break, Lenny. But we got I want to talk to you some more about all this stuff. The the changes and things that you've had to adapt to now that, you know, cruises aren't happening. You said you've been working cruise ships. We want to talk about that. The clubs aren't right. open yet. Everybody who does comedy or is scrambling to try to figure out content. So we want to talk, I want to talk to you about that. I, for those who don't know, I've known Lenny. How long have I known you? Probably 30 years. Oh, gee, you, oh easy 30 years, yeah. So Lenny. We Lenny, go back to the old days of the uh, Sinise's Winery and KJ yeah, Riddle. And, and the comedy yeah, room and uh, the oh, cottage, yeah, yeah. the last laugh. <laughs> yeah, so oh, I've, known, I've known Lenny for a long, long time. He was doing comedy when I started. He's uh, still uh-huh. a wonderful comic. And uh, so it's, it's a pleasure to have you here. Now that I got the official, because we didn't really do the official welcome. I didn't really get to talk you up that much at the beginning because of your uh, your demand to have Bob Seger on, and it made me a little uncomfortable. So uh, yeah, and by the way, he cut that song a little short. By the way, it could have went another uh, another another. Uh, what do they call it? A chorus? Yeah, they call it a chorus. Sure, we could have got what another, another verse. It, it could have kept going. Uh, <laughs> trust me, Lenny. I will give Tom a proper dressing down while we're in the break uh, because I don't like uh, anyone to disrespect my guests that way. Yeah, look, tell Tom if he doesn't get it straight, I'm going to get those kids from Westview down there right now. They'll be able to take care of it. I was going to say, they can't do any worse than we're having right now. No. uh, Oh, no. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) All right. Hold on. Lenny Schmidt is here. You can go to his website, LennySchmidt.com. Follow him on Twitter, Mr. Lenny Schmidt. More with Lenny on the other side. It is WGN. Did Lenny only request the slow songs from Seeger? It's, uh, you know, Lenny, uh, Bob Seeger does have some uh, more upbeat tunes. Yeah, what happened to uh, you know the live one? Let's go. Twenty four tracks, and come on, all that, uh, I love that. You know, Tom, you, Tom did graduate from that middle school in Romeoville that you get your IT crew from. So I, I think he's just uh, he's just had enough. Lenny Schmidt is my guest. Uh, Lenny is a uh, 
a fine stand-up comic, a great actor, uh, a great stand-up comic. He's got six comedy. What, what do you do with six comedy albums? That that seems uh, that seems like quite at the catalog. Did you get that? Now you were supposed to. St- you were you were going to tape the last one in January. Did you get that done? I did actually. Uh, that's actually coming out uh, in a few weeks. Uh, it's titled uh, "Secret Daddy." It's the third album I've taped uh, at Zanies in the in the Chicago area. There, this one was taped in Rosemont. Oh, that's a good. So, uh, oh, it's great. So that's the it's the second album I've done in Rosemont. Uh, and that's, uh, it's coming out, uh, later this month. It's, uh, the 30th of June. You can get it. You can hear it on Pandora, July 7th. Uh, it's released, uh, uh for pre-sale and July 14th, it'll be released worldwide. You can get it online everywhere at iTunes, Pandora, all that stuff. But yeah, that's another, uh, that's another one I did at Zany's, man. It's a great club to record at that Rosemont, uh, yeah. room. Well, what's the what's the story back there with you guys in the quarantine and when you're opening up and what's anything with Dude, anything? No, this is uh, right now, like today, Chicago, uh, well, I guess it was yesterday, whatever. The third, the city was able to open up some stuff, but restaurants and bars only for outdoor dining. Uh, you right. know, if you want to get your haircut, you can get your haircut, but you got to wear a mask in the suburbs. They did it Friday, but it's the same thing, only outdoors. So I was going to ask you, what do you, what do you think is going to happen? Do you, when do you think clubs are going to be, clubs are going to be back? When, how, how do you, how do you perceive doing comedy at, in post COVID world with people wearing masks and sitting far away and clubs at like 25% capacity? Yeah, they're doing. Um, yeah, they're doing. They're definitely doing the social distancing thing. Some clubs have already opened. Uh, like I actually had a gig tonight in San Clemente that I canceled. Okay. Um, yeah, which is Orange County. So they're like we're a little different. Orange County, L.A. County, San Diego, and the Ventura County out here for us. L.A. County, we're pretty much in the same boat you guys are. We're the outdoor dining, no shows, no clubs, no none of that stuff. But uh, Orange County is starting to do some shows in Ventura County as well. But they're doing, yeah, it's maybe uh, 40 30% capacity of people coming in. At the beginning, uh, I guess the masks, you're going to have to wear those for as long as they say masks you're supposed to wear. But I think yeah. they're going to go to uh, 30, 30%. Capacity, which is going to be, which is fine. I mean, I need to get back on a stage. I'll be, I'm getting a little itchy. I'll yeah. be honest with you. This is this is the longest I've gone. My I, I, my uh, my teenage daughters are staying with me during this quarantine, and they're sick of me. I got to get <laughs> out of here, man. They're they you know, they're they're getting along great. They I my oldest lives with me out here. She goes to college in L.A. My youngest still lives there in Illinois. And but I flew. She came out here right before the whole thing hit in early March, and. uh so that we've been here together for almost three months. Yeah, they, they hate me. I mean, they really hate me. This is this is getting tough. It's uh, well, I'm looking at them now. They're here. They're both staring at me, phones in hand. Wow, they just flipped me off. That's uncomfortable. Um, it seems weird from a child, but that's okay. Well, it's not, su- <laughs> it's not surprising though, is it, Lenny? How many you've been flipped off before? Well, plus she's 18. I get it. Plus she's not. She's by far is not the only woman to ever flip me off. I'll tell you that much right now. So that's true. But, but yeah. one, of, one of the few that have lived with you that is flipping you off. Well, one of two. <laughs> <laughs> the other one, the other one divorced me. So that's pretty much how that worked out. That's the so. ultimate flip off, isn't it? Yeah, it's a good one because that's the one that you feel uh, on a monthly basis when you send money. Sure. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's a that's a flip up that keeps coming back. Yeah, the finger like, that I keeps that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so this, like you said, this is the longest you've been off stage in a while, and. It, so that that's what drove you to start doing your show every night. It's it's six o'clock uh, Pacific time. Yeah, 
Yeah, and especially like with the uh, as far as the cruise ships go, like when you're when you work on a ship, you're on the ship for a week. You do ten to twelve shows a week. I was doing, you know, in every month I'm doing forty shows a month. You know, so I mean, I just I get to the point. The first two weeks were tough because I wasn't performing anymore, and then I mainly started doing this thing at six was to stay creative. And at the beginning, like when I talk about tech and all the stuff I'm doing, I, I shot short videos. I was editing stuff, and I was doing a video every day. And wow. it was insane. I was up to four in the morning, and at some point, I'm like, I'm like, I can't do this. I can't keep this. I can't yeah. keep doing these videos every night. So I, I, I stopped doing the videos on a, a daily basis, and now I do the videos once a month in my live streaming stand-up show. So okay. it's weird. It's like everything is re. It's it's reinvented. I've been doing these Zoom shows and and internet shows. How and, do you like those? Well, I mean, it's got. I I haven't done them. I I've seen a couple. It's it seems very odd. It's you know it's different, especially like I like to work the crowd a lot. You yeah. know, I mean, I, I work I work the crowd a ton. So but I'm finally starting to get a little bit comfortable with working the crowd in a Zoom show. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's where it's weird where you got it, but you, there's a delay, and then you got to say something, and you know, and it, I'll try to make comments, and then you mute everyone, and then like I have a couple of screens. Like my is what I do with my nightly show is I'll do the show into the monitor. And then I have on the on the side monitor I have whatever videos and openings I've put together for the show. And then on another monitor I have the Facebook comments. So I'm I'm am reading the comments as I'm doing the show and looking at the videos. And this is why I'm screwing up constantly, Brian. Yeah, I got to yeah. be honest, with you, it's too much. It sounds like you need to put your daughters to work on your crew because you've got a you're only one man, Lenny. You're you're a human being. You can't be looking at a million screens and focusing. I can't. I don't, I don't have a Tom. You know what I mean? Like you have, you have Tom. I don't have that. Well, and, like uh, I said, I, we're all alone, uh, Lenny. We're doing our own thing. That's okay. <laughs> but, uh, you're the best you can. Yeah, you, you muddle through. Well, well, the girl, you know, and you have kids. At first, the girls, I brought. The, I told the girls to go, hey, I'm going to do this show. And I've, I've taught them improv. They act. They've done stuff. And they go, hey, let's do You guys want to get involved? And they're like, yeah. And that lasted like four days. <laughs> and then this, and you know, it's like another they're not even listening to me. They're they're not they're in arm's reach of me right now. They're completely ignoring me as we speak. Listen, it's it, kids don't want kids don't want to do what their dad is doing. That's no. throughout history that's the case. So I, I'm not surprised by by that story at all. That they, you know, initially they're going to support their dad. Oh yeah, okay, well, let's do this crazy show. We'll we'll help them out. Nah, this is yeah. Forget it. I'm lucky if they like my pictures on Facebook. That's <laughs> that's it. That's all I. Isn't that's that get. Everyone's... That that's how you get the edge of the, the the acceptance of your children is oh they let they commented on my post or they liked my picture. <laughs> that's, that's the new thanks, Dad. Yeah. That's the new thanks, Dad. Exactly. The the like or thumbs up. I'm like, oh my daughter likes my picture. See <laughs> so, I'm sorry. they don't hold you in as much contempt as you would have thought. No, they don't. But they do correct my internet uh uh, what do you call it? Technique or like? I apparently I I share too many pictures. Oh, okay. I've been I've been I've been told uh, you're, there's I guess there's a routine to the way you're supposed to do it. You're supposed to share a picture and not share like a like we used to go out when you could go out into the world and be a human being. Yeah. Um, uh, I would take a bunch of pictures and share it from Universal all day long, and then the kids would be like, "Dad, you can't share." Uh, more than like four pictures in an hour. I go, okay, okay. I didn't know. I didn't know there was a thing. I didn't know. And that now either. also, yeah, but apparently that's the thing. Also, more importantly, I'll be honest with you. I've lost. I can't do that now anymore because they're they're teenagers. So all of my pictures have got to be proofread by the girls uh, before I can put them up anywhere. And my daughter does that too. Don't post that picture until I see it. 
Why? Right. Yeah, exactly. I have to see it. Okay, fine. Well, there's an app that they can buy. They put it on my phone. I don't even know what it is. It's <laughs> on my phone. But so every picture they can go in and it's like post. We'll fix it in post. So they go in, they punch up their makeup and their looks and the thing. And, oh and so every picture is, it's like a 30 minute project. And then by then I'm, I'm done. I'm bored. I'm like, all right, I don't care. Yeah, I, really? I can care less. At that point, yeah. at that point, why even get involved? Or just, yeah, let, too much. Let, just let them take all the pictures, Lenny, and then, then you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, but they do, and then I'm not in them, and that doesn't seem fair. I'm paying for everything. I should be in some of the pictures, right? Well, yeah, but can't they put you in it in, in post? Can't they, like, uh, Photoshop you in? <laughs> yeah, this, they should have one picture of me that they Photoshop in every picture. Yes. It's, it's like the, the same. Yeah. It's like a headshot. It's like an old headshot. Where it's just, it's exactly. Me and my dad. Why is your dad wearing a suit from, like, at the beach? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, they can just share that over and over again. Just use it, yeah, just give them one of your headshots. Let them have the right of first refusal for whatever sure. picture it is they're going to use for you, and then and then that's the one. Okay, that's probably, that's the way I'm going to do it. It's way easier than arguing. Oh. They can't handle, because I always do the whole, well, I want people to know I'm out with my daughters having fun, and they're like, no, <laughs> why did you tag me? I'm like, all right, okay, I'm sorry. You know what I do commonly now is I'll take a picture and I'll put my arm around a chair and go, uh, I'm out with the girl, with Anna, and then put not pictured, like in the little <laughs> thing. You know what I mean? I like, that's a good, I like that plan. That's, I might that's have to start easy. stealing that one. It works the best. It's the best. Like, it, it's all I can do. That way I can just do that over and over again. And I don't care what they say. Because I, I, I'm like you. I go out and I, I want to show, oh, look, we're out. We're having fun. And then, then it turns into such an ordeal with... Oh, don't tag me, or I have to see this picture. And then I'm so frustrated. I'm like, well, one, now I'm not having fun. Two, I don't even want to acknowledge that you're related to me anymore. Yeah, right. And also, they're 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 girls. Yes. Too. So there's a whole different layer of it. Like even like we go during this quarantine, we've been doing hikes around the. We live in the ho- just just north of the Hollywood Hills. So we go out and hike through the hills and stuff. And I go, let's go on a hike. And then I'll go, well, all right, well, I got to fix my hair and do my makeup. And I'm like, wait, 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 what? What? We're if we're hiking, we're gonna be sweating in like twelve minutes. No, Dad, I can't go out looking like this. So then I literally, I'll just sit here for four, an hour for, to wait for them to get ready to go on the hike. And I'm like, all right, just let me know when you're ready. Wake me up. I'll take a nap. You know, and I'm just, just wake me up when you want to hike. Yeah, you got, you've got other. You can't wait all day for this hike. Lenny Schmidt is with me. You can uh, follow him on uh, Facebook. And Twitter is Mr. Lenny Schmidt. His Facebook page. What's your Facebook page? Lenny Schmidt it's Comedy. So, uh, yeah, Lenny Schmidt Comedy is where you. That's where you get the show every night at uh, eight o'clock right. Chicago time. You can check in, and I got uh, I got lots of uh, I got Chicago guys coming up. I got my brother Mike on Friday, and actually uh, I got Mike Toomey on Monday. Actually, wow, I'm, very I'm really nice. excited about that. I love Mike Toomey. Mike yeah, Toomey so. is hilarious. Your brother, your brother's not too shabby either. No, he's guy like him. Dwayne Kennedy also is here next week, and uh, I look forward to having a mic on uh, Monday. And you know what? Honestly, what I try to do with the show is, uh, and it, like you said when you mentioned earlier about making it uh, real, like the show and mistakes, and yeah. like you know where you're a real person. So that's kind of the hook I go with with the show. And also, everybody I have on the show is some sort is a live performer, whether it's a comic, a singer, dancer, musician. You know, live performers, everybody's been affected by what's been going on the last few months. Oh, definitely. But, uh, but so many live performers, uh, are, all they have is the touring shows. You know, they don't have, uh, like, Jimmy Pardo is very successful on his podcast, and a lot of guys are very successful on some TV stuff, and a lot of guys get to do other stuff. 
But there, as you know, there are thousands of comedians and artists out there that just tour, and that's yeah. really what they do. And now they don't. So I kind of give them an opportunity to come on the show and, and talk a little bit about uh, what they're going on, what they're doing, and it also give them a chance to plug whatever they're doing on online. Everybody's got some sort of streaming show or they're trying to push a CD or they're trying to push something. So I try to focus on live performers whose lives have been ter- totally turned upside down by this whole pandemic. And it has been, and I want to talk to you more about that. Lenny Schmidt is here. LennySchmidt.com is his website. His latest album, A Secret Daddy, coming out next month. You can find it uh, pretty much anywhere that you can find uh, comedy CDs. So uh, hang on, Lenny. We'll be back in just a minute. we got to do this. It's WGN. It's Brian Noonan in for Nick. Here till four. Lenny Schmidt is my guest. Wonderful comedian, actor. Now he's got a nightly show on his Facebook page, Lenny Schmidt Comedy. Go there every night at 6 o'clock Pacific, which would be, uh, let's see, that's 8 o'clock our time. I think that's right. Yeah, you're two hours behind us. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, I don't have to yeah. do math anymore since I moved back here, Lenny. That's the beauty of it. Now I'm just back Good on Central you, Time. <laughs> Central Time where I don't have to add. But uh, So you can, see, you can see Lenny every night and... Uh, Predict the disaster that will befall him during his show because it sounds like every night something new goes wrong. <laughs> it's like it's, yeah, till it's usually every show opens with five minutes of going me going. Wait, hold on. Okay, hold on. Wait, 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 <laughs> wait. Damn, damn. Wait. Okay, 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 okay. That's it. That's the opening to every show. Pretty much is me. Now, as you're you're doing this to stay creative, as you said, you know everybody's everybody who's a live performer, their career stopped. It's it. Yeah. Uh, one day it was over. Are you are you writing stuff about Corona? I mean, are, is it, do you anticipate that when you finally do get to get back on stage, this is going to be something that people want to hear and laugh about, or are you just going? I'm going to wait and see what happens when we get out of this. Uh, I'm you know I'm working on stuff uh, about Corona. One of the things I'm doing with the especially through my uh, nightly show is, uh, and actually I have. Uh, You've got some listeners out here tonight, bro. i got people from my show that are hitting me on Facebook right now that are listening on iHeartRadio, I guess, right? Is that it? Uh, iHeartRadio? Yeah, yeah I, probably. I, listen, now, that's, all, that's all technology, Lenny. <laughs> right? good, good job. Good, nice, to, nice way to be in touch with your platform. <laughs> I, they, listen, they can listen on the air. They can listen to WJNRadio.com. Uh, I'm sure it's an, uh, Tom. Tom's not even looking up. Tom doesn't care anymore. He checked out. <laughs> Are we on iHeartRadio? Yeah, yeah, I believe Tom, so. All right, we believe we're on iHeartRadio. Listen, Lenny, we're right, this is terrestrial. Listen I, on this the is WGN 1967. Radio app. Yeah, listen on the WGN Radio app. That's what there we do. Okay, what, that's, that's okay what, there we all go. Right. All right. Here, here's the well, thing. They say, listen however you they want. They like you. Well, thank you. I well, like yeah. them, too. Whatever. <laughs> why? However they're listening to me, thank God they're listening. Uh, what do you why? 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 Why so aggressive, Tom? What was that? Why? What was that kind of coming Because I gave him a dressing down during the break. Is that why he stopped playing the Seeger? What That's was that exactly move? Why. from Seeger. All right. Whatever. He's passive-aggressive. It's, it's look, a lot Tom, of... i got to deal with this all night, Lenny. The passive-aggressive nature. Read my writer, paragraph 3, line 4, section A, says specifically all Seeger in and outs. That's it. Pay attention. Follow the rules, Tom. Man, oh, man. Or Lenny's going to have you on his show and drop a green screen on your head. That's how, that's how it's going to work. Gonna be, that's how I get back at everybody. I don't blame you. You got to have something. You got to have something to, to you know wield a little power. That's what I'm saying. So you're you're starting to say you're working on some corona corona stuff to uh, to have afterwards. Do you think that's going to be? Do you think everybody who takes the stage that's going to be their first five minutes? 
yeah, you think? Why? Well, how could it not be? You got no choice. I mean, I got news for you. I'm starting to forget my other stuff. <laughs> uh, I got news for you, Brian. I did a streaming show three days ago. I, I, I did, and then I had someone, I've got some people request a couple of bits, and I got a Patreon page uh, as well. And that's why, that's who's following me now, my Patreon uh, okay. uh, followers. And, they're, uh, and they, they requested a specific bit. And I go, you know what, I'm, I normally don't do this bit online, but I'm going to do it for these people. And I, got, I, I forgot it. I got halfway through it, and I forgot the <laughs> bit. So, so I go, I forgot, it was a Zoom show, I, I forgot the bit. I go, how does the bit end? So the viewers on the Zoom show ended the bit for me because uh, they knew the bit already. They'd already known it. They've seen it before. So they, they saved me. Oh. It was the viewers that saved that show, Brian. That's hilarious. It's nice yeah. It's nice when people know your stuff, you know, and, and can help you out like that. Yes, yeah, it is very, it's very helpful. Also, it falls right into the pattern of me not doing things correctly. So, I, you know, I think it's kind of my hook. You know what I mean? Just Listen, not being able to do, get things done. We all need we all need a hook. We all have to have our brand, as the kids like to say, and whatever yeah. works. That's you know, I'm, I I never judge anybody if that's if that's the way things are. Good for you because it's it's funny. I had just I had, you you and I know each other from way back from stand up, and then I hadn't done stand up in a while. In the last year, I had gotten back into it, and I was just I was getting more gigs, and and I was finally getting the muscle memory back from doing stand-up yeah. for so long, and then this hit again, and I lost a bunch of gear. It's like, oh, no. It's, uh, and now, I'm like, like, oh, now I'm, I'm like you. I'm right, I don't know what to say anymore. Yeah, I'm right back where, where I was. It's yeah. a whole... Uh, these Zoom shows are different. It's a different vibe, man. It's like, I don't know how I'm going to react being back in front of an audience. I can't wait for Zanies to... Bert's got to be sick in my emails. I'm like, hey, how you doing? What's going on back there? How close... <laughs> How are we looking, man? Are we are you twenty per capacity? What are you doing? What do you need? You got a Monday show? I don't care. Yeah, there's still you but, know the mayor is uh, they're they're being responsible and watching the science and it's while that is good, it's also frustrating. And yeah. you know there's a let me ask you this because you were you mentioned before uh, you were doing cruises a lot for the last few years and yeah. you, were, you actually had I had seen on your calendar you were, had done some cruises in January were those the last ships you were on and what's what do you think that, what do you think that's going to be like because that was a huge uh, huge part of your work yeah that's going to change uh, completely I was actually on a ship when uh, the the shutdown happened so oh. we were at sea and. Uh, there was a whole, it was a big change. I was on a ship. I was supposed to get off. And they said, can you stay? Because it was right before there was a, a stay-at-home order and stuff. And they go, can you stay on that ship? Because we don't want to, uh, the problem is traveling people off of a ship. Do you okay. know what I mean? Like, once you were on a ship, they want you to stay on the ship. So they go, can you stay? I go, yeah, I can stay for the next four weeks if you need me. And they just, because all my other work got canceled because everything was, they don't want to fly you onto a ship. Okay. So I said, well, then I'll stay. So, and then we went back up to sea, and then that's when they ordered the no-sail order. So we turned around, went right back, and uh, I flew home. I had to get off the ship and, got, and flew home, so Where I got home you? that same day. I was uh, I was on my way to NASA. I was back on my way out to NASA. A carnival ship. I was on the Carnival Sunrise. Okay. It's one of their, uh, one of their newest remodeled ships. So we turned around and went right back right away. And we, and we, it was during, and that's. I mean, ships are always busy anyway, or at least have been up to. Uh, and this is during spring break, so yeah. uh, there are a lot of people on there. We turned around, and went back, and left. Everything's going to change now because the thing, uh, the glitch is going to be. Um, 
every time you get off a cruise ship, it's all up to the CDC. That's what's going to change everything. When you get off a ship, there's supposed to be 14 to 21 days before you get on another ship or before you go anywhere. So, so now I used to do like a ship for a week uh, or two and then get, and go right to another ship. And then same thing and then right to another ship. And uh, I'm pretty sure those days are gone. I mean, oh, that's not, that's not going to happen ever again. So I think, I think what's going to happen is when you get on a ship, you're going to have to stay from anywhere uh, from four. You can stay two to six weeks or even longer. But when you get off a ship, uh, you have to go into quarantine for 14 days, and you can't get on another ship for another week after that. So whatever work I do uh, when I get off the ship, I'm going to have to be quarantined for 14 days. So I'm going to have to take three weeks off. In between ship gigs. Oh man! You know what I mean. That's so, a, and and theoretically, you're not supposed to be going anywhere else those three weeks, right? That's the thing is that for for 14 days you got to be quarantining your house. So that means when I get off the ship, I can't work for two weeks after I get off the ship. So Ugh. what's what's gonna? I don't know what's gonna happen. It really depends on how the CDC changes their sailings and the rules. I mean, the ships are uh, and ships. Uh, you know, people that cruise. Uh, they're serious. They cruise all the time. I got, like I said, my Patreon followers, a lot of them are cruise cruisers oh, okay. and people that take cruises. And the only thing they ask is, when are we sailing again? They don't, they don't care. <laughs> like, I just, I'm like, I'll, they're like, what, what are we going again? What are we doing? What's, what's up? You know? And uh, cruise sales up are up almost 600% for next year. I mean, there's really? a huge, yeah, they're sold. They're, I mean, they're, people are buying cruises like crazy. So, so if you're a cruise, I know people that cruise every month, sometimes every other week. So Whoa. these people are pretty serious about it. So when, when they do launch again, people are going to go back out there and go. But the rules in cruising is going to completely change. I was reading today, one of the things that they do is they have an infrared scanner that everyone's going to walk through when you get on the ship. So they're going to check your temperature with a with some sort of a reader, and then you're going to walk through the scanner. And if you have any type of temperature at all, you can't get on the ship. Wow, you know, because yeah, so it's going to be. So I don't. I'm. In fact, there was supposed to be yesterday morning. There was supposed to be a um, a, a seminar, a seminar or a webinar on uh, on the five the five points guys. I think it was called. It's called the future. The uh, future of tourism it was supposed to focus on cruise ships yesterday, okay. but they postponed it uh, for the same reason a lot of us postponed our work yesterday was because of Blackout Tuesday. Yeah. So they they just postponed it and they haven't rescheduled it yet, but. They're going to start to talk about uh, the upcoming changes that you're going to see in cruise ships. There's going to be a lot. So, have we'll they, have have they given happens. you uh, have they given you a window of when the ships are going to start sailing and they're going to start uh, bringing entertainers back? No, they have a uh, carnival is tentatively scheduled for August. Uh, okay. So that's what Carnival has set up. I think there's a CDC no sale order in till the end of July. Yeah. I think that's what they have. So Carnival is scheduled to go right up. From what a lot, from what I'm reading is they they've been in communication with us, but you know the cruise lines their hands are tied as well because they won't know anything till the CDC rearranges their rules and yeah. their laws. Once they rearrange their rules and laws, then the cruise ships can take a step back and go, okay, well here's what we're going to do. But one of the things they're leaning toward or they're saying, which is kind of kind of good news for me, and I don't know about everyone else, um, is they're going to try to focus on is what I'm hearing. It's not that official yet, but they're going to try and focus on solo performers oh. as opposed to bands and casts and dance teams and so forth because social distancing is easier for a solo performer, obviously, yeah. because we're on stage alone. Right. And then our, our travel is also simpler because it's just us. Um, also, for cruise lines, honestly, comics and comedians 
are their easiest form of entertainment for them to move and travel back and forth because most of the comics on cruise lines have been doing comedy for 30 years. And as like you, like yourself, you know, you've been doing comedy 30 years. We've done everything. Yes. Like every show you can think of anything, uh, you know, a, a wedding, a bachelor party, a club, a theater, an auditorium, you know, a one nighter, a bar alley. So, yeah. you know, they, you can basically you hand can a comedian adapt. a microphone. Yeah. You can hand a comedian a microphone and go, I need a show for an hour. And we can go, sure. And then go up on stage and do the show. Talk about there's no, me... oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, there's no, there, there's no rehearsal involved. There's no casting. There's no none of that. And I think when they start launching ships again, they're going to have to have some kind of entertainment because they also need to bring people back to the ships and keep them on. And here's the other thing: I don't know if you need to go to a break, but one of the things when they go on when they go on cruises, they're probably going to have more sea days, which means less ports, which okay. means more days at sea, which means more nights that they need entertainment. So I, I think they're gonna, and they're going to lean toward comics. I think. I think is what's going to happen. Fingers crossed. Uh, Lenny Schmidt's my guest. Uh, LennySchmidt.com is his website. You can go to Lenny Schmidt Comedy on Facebook every night at 6 o'clock Pacific to see his uh, quarantine show. And uh, his new album, Secret Daddy, comes out next month. So a lot going on with Lenny. When we come back, I want to talk to you about what it was like that you were on the cruise ship when they told you you had to turn back. And... You're in L.A. We're seeing a lot of footage. Things are a little crazy out there. Um, you know, and I'm not talking about your daughters flipping you off. There's a, a lot of things going on. So a lot to talk to Lenny Schmidt about. And if you want to jump in, if you're one of Lenny's uh, fans that are listening on whatever app that it is, whatever witchcraft you're using to listen to this broadcast, <laughs> 312-981-7200. That's how you get a hold of us. And you can, you can talk to Lenny on multiple platforms. It's unbelievable. Uh, we'll get to all of that in just a minute. It's WG. Brian Noonan in for Nick, 720 WGN. Lenny Schmidt is my guest, comedian, actor, uh, quarantine show host on Lenny Schmidt Comedy on Facebook, father of two girls who are flipping him off continuously. He's a man of many titles, uh, and yet he's taken time out of his busy schedule to hang out with me this morning, and I do appreciate it, Lenny. Uh, So what was the mood on the boat? that you were on when they when they said, hey, things have gotten a little squirrely, we have to turn back. Did people panic? Was it uh, was it calm? What was going on? No, everybody, uh, i got to be honest with you, I think uh, cruise ships are getting a little bad rap out of all of this whole situation. They well, were they fine. Was, they were they were, all, okay, because there were a lot of stories about that's. I think the bad rap is coming because we heard all these stories at the beginning of people being stuck on them and, you know, they're not letting the crew out. I was happy they let you off because there was some, you know, you hear about the crews that are still sitting out there because they couldn't dock somewhere. Well, no, they can't. I've got, I was lucky. I, I got off just in time, was able to fly home uh, right away. All, uh, uh, I have friends that just got home this morning. A good friend of mine just made oh it home to yeah, but uh, you know that's uh, that's not the ship's fault. That's every country right, that just yes. said we won't let you dock. So right. I think uh, I think the first ship, that princess ship, uh, the one up in Seattle. I had a friend that was on that ship particularly, and uh, uh, they had a hard time with the testing. I think this whole thing caught everybody so off guard. They just didn't know really, you know, what they were going to yeah. do. And obviously, a ship is a tough situation to be in because there's four thousand people on a ship. It's a small area. Yeah. So. Any small area is going to be an issue or a problem, and the problem with the ship is that it's out at sea. So, uh, I, when they told me when they asked me to stay on the ship, I was thrilled. I felt safer on the ship than I did anywhere. And I was like, I'm like, oh, good, we're great. I'll stay here. We're there fine. You go. Yeah. 
because the ships are they're cleaned constantly. There's sanitizer everywhere. There's, you know, I mean, they don't mess around on the ship. They're so they know they've got four thousand people on there, right. so they're way ahead. The problem with the ship and the bad rep, I think, that they got is that um, it uh, all this stuff, uh, all this stuff happened, and it caught people off guard, and uh, uh, they were just they were stuck at sea. There was just nowhere. There was nowhere. It happened so fast, and were four thousand people on every ship, and you obviously are going to hear the bad stories sure. first. Oh yeah, you know, and but because uh, every time you hear, and I've seen stories where people go, "Oh no, everything was great." So as far as things were going on my ship. Everybody was great. Everybody was fine. They were actually oh, disappointed good. when we were going home. They were like, ah, we're going home? You're like, yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Right. So, yeah, what's, so what is the mood in Los Angeles now? I mean, I know here we've been having weird things are calming down a little. There's still protests. But uh, the footage I'm seeing from L.A., things are a little rough out there. Well, it's been uh, last night was a, a much better night than two nights ago. And I... Uh, like being here with one of the reasons uh, I actually canceled my gig in San Clemente tonight because of the situation that's going on out here right now. Yeah. Because I was out here during the Rodney King riots. So I remember, I remember that. And that, uh, that just kept getting worse every day. And so I was like, Oh man, I I don't think it's a good idea for me to go and leave the girls alone, even though they want, they don't, they would be happier. Yeah. It it sounds like they were uh, starting the car for you. No dad, I think you need to get on stage. Yeah, I think they would be more than happy fighting off rioters than dealing with me. So I think that's the situation. But um, uh, honestly, uh, two nights ago were rough. But man, I I, I got to be honest with you. On some level, I mean, I grew up in Chicago. You know, I'm from there. But I'm really, really, really proud of L.A. The last couple of days because uh, the protests today were phenomenal and peaceful and pretty amazing and thousands and thousands of people came out so uh the looting two nights ago was a complete train wreck santa monica got really messed up and destroyed and um i mean it was, it was really screwed up but i think they did a good job with the curfews out here to get things squared squared away but like tonight i've been watching the news uh i've been checking the news throughout the evening and it, it has it's not it's not a bad night there's not a lot going on i don't hear a lot of sirens you know i don't uh the last two days, it's calmed down considerably. I, I think people have kind of embraced uh, the message of protesting peacefully, and and they're they're getting a better job. Actually, they're getting a better job of locating the people that are a problem because there are people that are just out there to loot and wreck stuff. That's just they're, what they're doing. They're not interested in protesting or anything. You know, they just want to rob places. And I think they're, the one thing they did that was smart was they instituted early curfews so people can protest peacefully, leave and get off the streets, and then they can focus on the people that are causing the problems. And I think that's helped L.A. a lot. Yeah, it's uh, it, it will start, hopefully, continue to uh, keep easing up. All right, you mentioned, you mentioned your daughters a number of times. What's been the biggest adjustment now, other than the fact that they have to see you nonstop 24-7? Uh, what's been the biggest adjustment that you've had to make as you three are now uh, approaching your 10th week of being, being locked up together? All right, here's probably, this is the toughest thing for me. My oldest daughter uh, uh, loves to bake, and I mean loves to bake. And she's got she's got a job. She just started working again recently. So they just like she was off for the first few weeks. Um, and she but she'll come home from working eight hours and bake like a cake and a dozen cupcakes. You know what I mean? Wow. I mean that's how much she so literally th- every week I'm getting maybe three cakes, a pie, a dozen cupcakes, and some brownies cooked in here. <laughs> yeah. So I so how much how much get, weight have you put on since the quarantine started? 
I do. I I get up every morning to go run and hike to just work off the cake. I haven't eaten regular <laughs> food. All I eat is cake, and and that's it. Cake and frosting, and I do that intermittent wow. fasting thing. So like oh, okay. I'll go, so I'll go sixteen hours without eating, and then eat, and then but then for eight hours I just eat cupcakes. That's what I. That's all I do. So explain so that because I, I know another friend of ours, John McDonald, who's another uh, great comic. He's, uh, he's doing John's that. A good friend of mine. He, yeah. Is that how you got into the intermittent fasting? I was actually uh, I, I can't remember. If I, I talked to I was doing it a little before John Jason Blanchard got me into it. Who's a comic out of uh, a carnival comic as well? Who's from Canada, and he got me into it uh, while we were still on the shifts, maybe about a year and a half ago. So. Uh, I just I got into it then, and uh, it's I like I love it. I think it's great. You just, once you learn, I, I used to be one of those guys. I also I used to do a like a three day fast. Oh wow! Where I would do that, yeah. So and I was always one of those guys that was like, I can't go a day without eating. That's totally impossible. I just can't do it. But then you realize the whole fasting thing is just it's a mind trip. It's really just a, a complete. And then once you embrace that part of it. It's almost like this powerful spiritual moment where you're like, I don't need food. I'm okay. And you just drink water and just keep moving. And once you start to do that and embrace it, you kind of understand how you understand, first of all, that we eat way more food than we really need. Like we eat a lot of food, like tons of food. We, you know, we can survive on someone just told me that my daughter told me this the other day, the three rule, right? The three, three, three rule, the three, three, three rule is, uh, what is it again? It's three three days without water. Three. Oh, three, yeah. three minutes I'm talking to my daughter. She's right here. That's okay. Say it again. Three minutes without oxygen. Three days without water. Okay. And three weeks without food. Those are the that's a general rule of threes. Ironically, kind of like a comedy rule of threes. Yeah, if the you rule think of about threes. it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess it's in, I guess it's everywhere you look. The rule right. of threes, but um, so I guess the human body really suffers or struggles uh, if they reach three minutes without oxygen, three days without water, and three weeks without food. So you could literally so go, go days without eating. Huh. Yeah. So, so you only eat in a, in a certain window during the day. Is that how that works? Yeah, I generally eat uh, every day, sometime between one and six. Wow, and that's how, about and- it. And does it uh, does the weight come off pretty easy, or does it uh, once you once you embrace it, it just because you don't worry that much about that? It's just more about the mental and the lifestyle. Uh, well, the weight comes off. Here's the other here's the other glitch to that, or the kicker to that. Like I'll do the intermittent fasting, uh, but I I just recently changed my hours because I used to do it at night because I also uh, alcohol's calories. So if you have ah, a beer right. at night, that's uh, that counts as liquor. So or that counts as a uh, Calories. So I used to have. I used to eat from. Uh, I used to eat from seven to one in the morning. Okay. You know what I mean. So that way I could drink at night, which yes. is a, it, it's it's still it's still technically within the, within the uh, intermittent fasting rules. However, what you know after a couple beers, you, you know you want to have another beer. Uh-huh. And I, my biggest weakness is is I started to pay attention to the caloric intake of liquor, and I could put down. Between two and four thousand calories in liquor in a night, easy. Oh, jeez! You know, 
I mean, that's just like uh, six beers and a couple of shots or three martinis. And a, you know what I mean? You start Listen, to add Lenny, up. I, I think this is a, a conversation you need for a meeting in a church basement. I don't know if this, <laughs> is, a, this is exactly what we need to know. And unfortunately, i got to go because we got to get to the news. But I want to plug everything that we need to plug for you. First of all, go to Lenny Schmidt Comedy on Facebook. Every night at 6 o'clock Pacific, uh, you can watch the uh, quarantine comedy show with Lenny and a uh, myriad of fantastic guests. So do that yeah. every night. Then go to Lenny Schmidt Comedy. That's his website, and uh, you can you can figure out everything. Or Lenny Lenny Schmidt. No, Lenny Schmidt dot com is the website. Is the website. Lenny Schmidt Comedy at Facebook, Facebook is the Facebook page. Mr. Lenny Schmidt go. is Twitter, correct? Yep, and Instagram and yep. Instagram. Everything else is. And yep. the sixth and, uh, album, Secret Daddy, is coming out next month. People can find it uh, pretty much everywhere. Correct. That's yes, and this is the third album I recorded right there in uh, at Zanies and Rosemont, and uh, the second they let me back in the doors at Zanies and Rosemont, I'll be walking through the door to tell some jokes on that stage. Fantastic. Well, listen, I, it was great talking to you. It's been a long time. It's good to talk to you. Uh, I'm glad your daughters are flipping you off and keeping you in your uh, in your place. <laughs> and soon you'll be back on the high seas and back treading the stages, uh, having a good time. So it was it was a lot of fun, Lenny. Thanks for staying up. I appreciate it. Thanks, Brian. Thanks for having me, buddy. Take my, care. My pleasure. You too. That's Lenny Schmidt, folks. LennySchmidt.com. Lenny Schmidt Comedy on Facebook every night at 6 o'clock for the Quarantine Comedy Show. Mr. Lenny Schmidt on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, and, and you know, every time you see a picture, it has been approved by his family. So, there we go. Oh, my goodness. We got to do this.